Oh my God, let me tell you guys about a podcast that I'm listening to. Burn It All Down podcast is a weekly feminist sports podcast you need. Hosted by five women in their Tuesday episodes, they discuss a range of issues in sports. From the politics of uniforms, sports and climate change to sexism in the NCAA. Can you believe it? And on Thursdays, they interview someone within the sports world, which can range from Olympians and Paralympians to elite soccer players, WNBA stars and ninja warriors. Subscribe to Burn It All Down wherever you listen to your podcasts. Hey, everybody, what's up? It's Tipping the Scales. I'm Shay Dawson. I'm Tania Rivers. What's up, Tippers? Hey, glad to be back with ya. Favorite place to be. I say that all the time, but I mean it wholeheartedly. It's just exciting times to, to be spending time with my sis, little Shay, and hey. with my Tippers. Couldn't ask for a better day. I agree. I agree. And it's a nice day here. I played yeah. a little tennis this morning. Sorry to get oh. my cardio in. You know, you know <laughs> mama loves to hear that. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so it is, it is a good day so far. So I think it's going to be a great episode. Awesome. Yeah. I love it. Um, so what do we got? What you, how, how, how are you doing in terms of exercise? I always like to do a check-in because we know we talked about a few things and I think it's super helpful for our tippers as well in terms of really trying to maintain that healthy lifestyle, especially as we approach in the summer. We want our bodies to be looking nice for the beach. I don't know about you, but she want to be a whole looking treat on that beach. Okay. <laughs> so are you, <laughs> so how are you doing? Just checking in. How, how's I, your eating? I have fallen off at first. I'm okay. slowly getting back. So I'm about like four days in. Okay. Um, when my mom came and my aunt was here every day and my cousin was Family here Family will mesh. Listen. It was not Family great. Family will mesh you up. Yeah. yeah. And and obviously that's an excuse. That's an excuse. It is an excuse. But yeah, I allowed myself to be distracted and thrown off. So that's why I had took some time off. Um, but I'm doing Tuesday, Thursday with our trainer at work. Well, he's wow. a performance coach, but he's training us, uh, me and my colleagues. So Tuesday and Thursday, we're doing that. Remember Shout out, all. James. Hey, James. So, yeah. Um, so we're going to get back in that. You know, immediately when you said that, what I thought about is when we used to do our two days together. Oh my God, with Dom. Oh, yeah. hey Dom, we miss hey you. Dom. I know. Um, but that was so much fun just working out together. I, I really wish you could. I come. was in the best shape of my life then. I you really were killing that. it. I was having a hard time keeping up with you. <laughs> That's because you were, but and you were always in the other building too. So it was so more natural for me to go over before you. You but, was getting, yeah. Well, I'd be like, T, where you at? <laughs> okay. But the good news is, and I think this is helpful, just information is that we're always going to fall off. Like that is just the nature of how it goes. We're going to have days where we don't eat as great as we would like, ha would have liked to have eaten. And we're going to mm -hmm. have days where we don't exercise, you know, as much as we should. Yeah. And I think we got to just understand that it's, we're, this is never over. This is a lifestyle. And you may fall off, you may fall short, but you got to get back on and, and do what you need to do. Just don't, don't stay in it. Exactly. You know, recognize and, you, and move on. And you have just literally held me accountable. Like you literally like, let's check in. <laughs> so for me now, I know yeah. I got tea in the back of my mind, so I need to get it in because she's probably going to ask me again next time. Right? So like having an accountability person is so dope as well. Like yeah. that. I need that for sure. I need people to follow up and follow up. I need to follow up with the follow up. Yeah. So Yeah. Okay, so today I think we have 
a, a fun one. I, I love when I say that, like, we have a fun, fun topic for you today. <laughs> <laughs> but today we're really going to just talk about a few things. One is, yeah. you know, I got to shout out one of our tippers. I love, I love that our tippers are just so interactive and they're talking to us. They're like helping us collaborate uh, our, our episode. So I, I think it's super exciting. So, it's the best. Right. So I want to give a shout out to uh, one of our tippers, Joseph Martin, uh, who is also a colleague of mine. So shout out to Joseph. Hey, What's Joseph? up, Jay? Um, but Joseph wanted to know, and I think this is a question for some of his friends because he has, you know, he's in a fraternity and uh-huh. some of the guys want to know, like, what do, uh, what do successful women look for in a man? Um, that's the overarching question, but I figured what we should do is because we love talking about just powerful women and men who want to be successful, who's looking to do more with their career. So uh, I figured like, let's do a little bit of a, uh, a little, a little mix. So let's like kind this. of focus on like, what does a successful, like, what does it look like to be successful in your life? And how can we help you and kind of share our stories to help you get to maybe some inspiration for you? And then we can kind of dig in and, and cause I think we can knock that out pretty quickly in terms of what successful women are looking for. I could probably just answer it. And, I know. And I mean, I can say, I can say one word, you know, my one word, two words, word? two words. What's your two words? Brother Muhammad. Oh my goodness. <laughs> yeah. But we'll Tippers, get back to that. Do you see this? Do you guys see this? Do you it's hear that? It is hilarious. Um, we'll talk about that later, but you know, I moved, so I think this is just perfect for lots where we're going. of good things so, happening, right? A lot of good things happening, and we we wanted to say, and I thought it was important too, just to talk about it because I am getting a new job. I start tomorrow in New York, big job. I'll tell you about it soon in terms of where I'm going, yeah. Um, but big public company, um, chief people officer, we have over 6,000 employees. I'm looking to come in and do some amazing things in terms from a culture perspective and partner with my CEO. So we have some wonderful things um, on the horizon and I'm super excited about it, but I had to le- like t- totally T mode where there's no break. So I finished my, le- my, finished my previous job ended on Friday, moved on Saturday from Maryland to King of wow. Prussia back to my house here. And now I'm leaving tonight to get on the train on, on an Acela to on Amtrak to go to New York and I start my new job in the morning. Like I'm a, it's a grind over here. I, mind you, I text this to you, but I'm so jealous. That used to be my life. I used oh. to get on the cellar to go to New York for like three days. So I that, that's what that. I'm doing. So but I'm super excited for you. Super, it's called Thank super you. commuting. <laughs> super commuting. And yeah. I got to give a shout out to my boo because he did come and board a truck and help me move. Cause it was supposed to be a small move. That's what he probably is like this chick. This is what you call a small move, Tania. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, but it was some clothes and a Peloton bike and a pedal bike. But I think mainly it was the clothes. It just took up, filled up the whole U-Haul truck. But... Talk about some clothes. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> anyway. Yes. And <laughs> I believe this girl. Well. <sighs> I just feel like I should say, I told you so. I told you so. But anyway, you did. You did tell me so. But but I think for me and you have to figure out too, Shay, and I'm curious to when you knew, because this was a big moment for you when you decided to leave the Sixers and really kind of go out on a limb for something new and exciting. But for me, 
I think we have to do better at knowing when it's time because sometimes, and not even just in our professional lives, but our personal lives, we stay in situations for far too long. We see the writing on the wall Mm -hmm. and we know that it's time for us to move on. And for some reason, we just continue down the path Mm -hmm. and say, well, maybe my, maybe my leader will be different. Maybe, you know, the things that I'm expecting out of my workforce will change. Um, and you kind of know it's not, or maybe I can do something when chances Mm. are, it's probably nothing you can do. Right. Mm. Um, Cause they just don't like you, boo. (laughs) (laughs) They just don't want to rock with you, you know? Right. So for me, I was, I really had such an amazing opportunity and it was exciting for me, but it's, it's, it was hard for me to let go. And that's why I thought before we go there, like, let's spend a few minutes talking about that Okay. because I don't know what it is for some of us. It's hard to let go. It's hard to start all over again. It's hard to say goodbye. It's hard to really close one chapter and start anew because we just like familiarity. It Mm. feels good and we want to stay in that lane. So how do you get to a point, Shay, where you say to yourself, all right, I am ready to close this chapter so I can look at the next phase of my life. Well, um, when I think about all the times that I've had to transition, Mm -hmm. um, I either created the opportunity or the opportunity came to me. Mm -hmm. And so it's, it's around the time when you have options, you know, when you're, let's say you're set in your job and you're doing your thing, you're comfortable, whether it's good or bad, but then you've got these things tugging at you, right? You got your heart saying, I wonder if, mm-hmm. I wonder what that would be like. So you're kind of like you're wandering over here in a, in a space of what if. And then you also have that other part of it that's like tugging at you. And it's like, hey, have you ever considered this? Have you ever mm-hmm. considered that? Are you looking? Are you looking? Yeah. So once that start, that swirl starts to happen, I think you got to understand that the universe is talking to you. Mm-hmm. And then you have to weigh all your options. Am I happy here? Mm-hmm. Is there growth opportunities, real growth opportunities. Like for me, when I left the Sixers, it was like, I'm a manager. My director or my boss was the director. He had been there a long time. I'm not going to skip over him. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? They're not going to choose me over him. Sure. And if he'd been there 30 something years, what, what was that going to look like for me? And and what was I going to have to do? How many babies am I going to have to kiss? How many burning houses am I going to have to run into you know what I mean like what am I going to have to do to to make these people think um that I'm more valuable to to, show your worth right right and I think get what you deserve and and the writing was on the wall for me was like Shay Mm. this is the job the Mm. job is a manager Mm. and however long you want that you're doing a great job but you're not going to get more than that so that for me was the writing on the wall and I knew that I had to make that step forward Mm-hmm. because I knew I had more to give. I knew I was worth more. And it was, it was around that time when I had to just really like take a whole deep dive into what those like future plans would look like. And I knew I wasn't going to skip over him. So. Great. Yeah, yeah. I think that was important for you to do that when you realize, okay, I want to grow. Mm-hmm. I have so much more to offer, but now there's kind of a roadblock in my way and I can decide to kind of stay and keep pushing it, you know, keep pushing it up the hill and eventually maybe it'll move out my way. Or I can say, you know what, I have 
greater expectations of for for me yeah. and there's more um that I can do and if I can't get the opportunity here nothing personal thank you for the time that we had you know we had together there's always a learning or a coachable moment in whatever situation that we're in but it's like okay now that I've experienced that right. now I'm going to go after what this higher calling is for my life. And yeah. I think that's something that we have to recognize and not be afraid because it, it does take a level of risk to get out of your comfort zone and kind of start something different. Yeah, but it starts with your North Star, right? Mm -hmm. So I came into the Sixers with a North Star. Mm -hmm. I have entered every job that I've ever had with a North Star. So that North Star shines very bright. And when the light starts to dim, meaning like I can no longer do the things that I came to do to be faithful to that North Star, then I got to go. And then yeah. there's also like that reality versus perception. The perception is the only thing that matters. How does my job perceive me? Yeah. Not what yeah. I am mm -hmm. because it's how they look at me. And if I know For that sure. they look at me a certain way, excuse me, I know that they, they look at me a certain way. Mm -hmm. They're never going to take me out of that box because they don't have to. There's a, there's a million things to do. We're running mile a minute. You know, we're trying to create revenue. We're trying to, you know, do new campaigns. We're trying to get new players. There's so many things that are going on. You're just one person. So they're not going to come and tap you on the shoulder and, and give you this great report and say you're doing amazing things. So I knew I had to go outside of that sector to gain the respect and I actually do have that now. Like, the, you know, people are like, oh, shit, I see what you're doing over there at overtime. It's like, yeah, I could have been doing this at, at the Sixers. But the, the, the way they perceived me was young, only, you know, considered to be doing certain amount of things. They, can, and also, they didn't see all that you could bring to the right. table. And they didn't want to see it because they didn't want to pay me more. Well, and quite frankly, <laughs> you know I mean? and this is what happens sometimes. It happened to me. It happens to others. When you're put in a box, you can't shine. You can't mm -hmm. show all that you can do. So can't put baby in a corner and expect great things to happen. Like you need Correct. to be able to expand your wings and fly. And that's what you're able to do. I mean, the moves that you're making and you're doing at overtime is just awesome. Thank but you. this is what I knew you could do. I used to say that to you when we were at the Sixers, like Shay, you can do so much more. Every time we went to lunch or we were sitting yeah. down, you had all these ideas. And I'm like, look, and I think it was- You knew the reality of me yes. though. Yes. You didn't I, have that perception of me that they did, right? Yeah. Because when I would me. talk to you, right. I said, man, this girl is the truth and she could do so much more. You need to be able to find your voice. And after that lunch, and I said, by the way, I said, Shay, you got to find your voice. And by the way, I'm leaving. Next thing I know, it was like less, maybe like a month later, it's like Shay's leaving. I was like, what? Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. It was done. It was, it was written. crazy. It was so much. And I also, one thing too, when I'm transitioning or I feel like it's time, I ask God to give me a sign. Mm. Please give me a sign. Yeah. Please give me a sign. And I'm, and I'm open. I'm looking. I'm looking. And there was a lot of signs. Mm -hmm. And so I knew right then and there that it was time. Good for you. Time. So I'm, so I'm super proud of you because it's not easy making those type of decisions, but that's what we have to do. when We know that we're being underutilized Correct. and there's more that we can do. You know, I have to read you something. So yeah, please. I was having this, I was having such a hard time. I'm being honest because 
I got presented with this amazing opportunity and I can't wait to tell you more about it when the time is right. Um, but I have the opportunity to work for this amazing leader who is just awesome. And when we had our interviews, we just really had a connection. Ooh, and, that's good. And I was just like, oh, you're saying everything that I that I need to hear, but it's not just words that are come that was coming out of his mouth. It was very authentic. You could you were tell that, yeah, it was the authenticity of it. It was what I needed to hear to know that this is a CEO that's going to support not just me, but the initiatives that we do, that we need to do in order to create this culture where employees feel valued, appreciated, and supported. And that's crucial in order for you to be a best place to work. And that's the grind that we're going to be on. Um, but I knew this was like this amazing opportunity. And at the same time, I'm just a loyal person. And I am the first person to kind of raise my hand and say, you know what? I stay into situ- I stay in situations too long. You know this about I do. me. I do as well. Um, and I said to myself, okay, I got to do this. And when I was resigning, <laughs> I was having a hard time. You know, my oh. boss was just like, think about it. You should, I don't think this wanted me to offer me some more money. It was like, I don't know, like, think about it. And right. My mind was already made up, but he didn't really want to accept it at the time. So he wanted to schedule another call and talk about it again and just was like, nope. And you had to hold fast. You had to to be steadfast in your decision. It was was so so hard for me. But two things happened. One, um, I'll never forget. I was just like freaking out. Like, am I making the right decision? You know, because of course- current boss at the time was just like, oh, we got all these things we're going to do together. You make you a lot of money. You're going to be very, you know, this is telling me all the things that I want to hear. Right. Um, and also said, you're making a mistake. And when people say that to you, you start to, re- you shouldn't, cause you got to stand firm on your grounds because you know, but that's that once that you made a decision, they drop right? that in your water. Yeah. <laughs> I'm drinking that down. Okay. <laughs> Doop, little droplet. <laughs> But that that little those droplets of of doubt was was kind of infiltrating my system. Yes, and I was just happens. like, I was like, oh my god, I can't do it. And two things happened. One, um, I had texted Brother Muhammad. I was like, oh my god, I just nervous. And he's like, you know, he just he's always just sound and give me good advice. He's like, oh, he, he literally come on, brother. Said, Wait, this is the funniest thing he said to me. And this is why it's just like, you know, I can't, I'm not even going to talk about that, but this is why I just, I'm the way that I am. He right. said, yo, stop that soft shit and do what you know you need to do. You made the decision. You know, it's a great opportunity. Unless we need to, we need to hop up on a call and talk about maybe is, is the New York opportunity not right for you. And I said that I was like, thanks, boo. I, I needed to hear that. Like, Ooh. just like, stop, stop that soft shit. Like he literally Ooh. texted me that. <laughs> Okay, okay, young thorough over there. <laughs> and then I and then so that happened, and I was like, okay, right. All right, so like, boom, straightened you back up. Got your right, so that straightened right, me cool. up, and I was like, okay. I, when he now said you're in your fighting stance, okay. Right, so I like uh-huh. got ready. All right, you so know, uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh-huh. Then, what bounce, then what happened? Bounce, bounce. Then I was on LinkedIn because I was helping someone try to get a job. You know, I'm really passionate about that. And I came across this quote um Adam Grant had put on his LinkedIn and it, and this is and He's let me so tell fired. you something I literally read this to my boss when I had a second call with him when he was like 
laying heavy yeah, with those he droplets was, of doubt. Which I appreciate that he was trying to keep you. That, that's I'm not up. mad at him. I respect it. Yep. Um, but listen to this with Adam Grant posted. And I was just like, yes, Adam. Okay. He needed to hear this. It okay. says, quitting your job isn't being disloyal to your boss. Sometimes it's the only way to stay loyal to yourself. If work threatens your well-being, leaving is an act of self-preservation. If work violates your values, quitting is an expression of integrity. Mm. So then you was what? <laughs> you was ready to go. So I got back when I texted brother. I'm like, oh my god, babe, this is what I came across. Like you need to read this. This was right. Thank you for that message. Blah 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 blah. I but love it. It was that almost like okay, yet another um, but confirmation that I needed. But look, that's giving you a sign. God yeah. give me a sign. Yeah. Those mm-hmm. are those things you need because yeah. that doubt will be swirling in there. Right? Yeah. But that is just so important. Like if your work is not bringing you value, if you are not being appreciated for the person that you, that you know that you are, if you can do more, but you feel like there's something that's holding you back, you got to be ready and take that leap so you can see what's in store for you across the other side of the door, which is going to be something amazing for you. Yes. And yeah. if it's scary, you best believe on the other side of it is going to be more rewarding. If That's it's right. not scary, you're not going to be challenged. You're not going to grow. You're not going to do amazing things. Like mm-hmm. literally the best time of my life was when I had three jobs. Well, I had a job and two job <laughs> offers. Look at it you. was like Doing literally it exactly because it, <laughs> it was like, okay, this one's safe. I could probably potentially doing the same thing so I can keep the same type of lifestyle. And then this yeah. one was like so unknown and scary because it was like, well, we don't know. Whatever, what are you bringing? You should do what you want to do. And I'm thinking, what, what? do what you want to do is like an right. open invitation to create. And I was like, sure. I'm going with the scary option. I'm about to go create. And literally ever Love since, it. like everything has been the first of its kind that I've helped create at Overtime. It's like, that's awesome. never been done before. So each time it's like, oh yeah, we're the first people to do that. Oh yeah, we're the first people to do that. And like, how many people can you say? And you can't do that when you're comfortable. So shout out to you for uh, choosing yourself yeah. in the face of something very difficult. It's really hard when, it, when a employer or a, yeah. a significant other is being like, but don't go, but I, I love you now. And here's but why. I love you now and I really want to show you. And you're just like, why didn't That's what I wanted place? to hear, but I'm good. Right. I'm going to choose the door. And you know what I tell people all the time, and especially in relationships, I think it's important for us to know that when people say the words like appreciate, love, like, those are action words. And the, the, you need to be able to see the action and not just those words that are coming out of someone's mouth. Like when someone says they love you, they need to show you that they love you. If an employer says, I appreciate you, then you need to be able to see and feel that appreciation. It's not just words that are coming out of someone's mouth. It's, it's actionable things that should happen. And if someone says those words and they mm. haven't shown those actions when you're about to leave, that is toxic and it's gaslighting. And it's don't like, believe them because they don't wouldn't. Try to, don't try to fill me up with the nonsense you see when what you could show me all oh, those Oh, I times. love you. I miss yeah. you. No. No. You're lying. You're trying to get me to stay because you don't know what to do. And right. now you're flailing and you're scared 
Mm-hmm. No, do no. not. That That is a red flag. I'm sorry. That, and it's not okay. And you can't wait until someone's leaving to be able to express all the things that, oh, I'll pay you more than why don't you pay me when I was in this job? I'm, you know, you should have right. been, you, you should have been paying me that to begin with, like Correct. pay me what I deserve Correct. or waiting is, oh, we're going to do this. We're going to do this. Like, these are things that you should hear. It should never be things that you hear when you're walking out the door that's personal or professional. Like when someone really cares about you, you know, the entire time that you're in a situation, right? Yeah. So I think so what, what are the other things that can happen if you stay too long? Like, okay, like, mm-hmm. like, are there, is there any, I guess you only can get better or you can get worse, but you can never yeah. say the same, right? So like, what, what, what are the other things that like are the, I guess the downfall of staying too long? Yeah. I guess that a lot of people sit in that area. They're like, oh, well, I'm comfortable, mm-hmm. but I'm miserable. So like what sure. else can happen? Yeah. I think a few things happen. One is you lose yourself and that's mm. important. And you can't do that because, you know, you start to doubt yourself that you are not capable of doing right. more right. because you're being stuck in this situation. And it basically stunts your growth because you know that you are very talented and you could do much more. But when you stay in a situation where you are limited, then you start to lose yourself in a little bit. It, uh, it, and not only lose yourself, you also doubt, are you capable of doing more? Right. Because if, you know, like it's almost like this mind trick that happens because you, the situation that you're in, you know, let's say you have a certain skill set that this job requires, but you know that, Hey, you have a lot of other skills that are not being utilized. Right. And when you stay in it and you don't allow yourself to happen, when you see that big opportunity, because I've done it too, like, can I do that? Like, am I capable? Can I, can I handle that? Like you start to ask yourself when you know you can do it, but you start to really doubt yourself. You're preaching to me right now. Right. And you're like, I mean, yeah. I mean, I've said it to you before, like Shay, like you should be the GM. Okay. uh, (laughs) Of a team because you are very much capable. Thank you. And you start saying to yourself, see, uh, can I be a GM? Do I have this? Can I do this? It's like, and you know that you can do it. Yeah. But to answer your question, Shay, that's what happens when we stay in a situations for too long, mm-hmm. we start to create so much self-doubt. Drops. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Those, little, those little droplets that you talked about. Yep. Um, we start to drink it and drink it and drink it. And what do you think happens if you're drinking doubt every single day? It starts to manifest in your body. And, you know, that's what you become. Man, you talked about last time, last <laughs> episode. You said you start to fill your belly up with shit. So if you start to fill your belly up with shit and you're drinking doubt, man, you mess up. You're just up. one recipe for disaster. <laughs> you're eating shit for breakfast and you're drinking, and you're drinking doubt, doubt juice. <laughs> I mean, that's just not good for that's you, good. honey. That's, that's good. You need a whole, like, what is it called when they clean out your intestine when they, you get a... Um, a colonic. You need like a whole t- <laughs> cleanse your system out okay but that's what we're here to do that's what tipping the scales is here right. to do we want to give you to... that without right. having to go through all the pain for that right because like... we're not talking about anything we haven't been through or going through we're talking about the same thing Real so we're stuff. on those journeys with everyone yes. who's listening it's like yeah yeah no, i definitely. think that's a good point shay because we have done this to our- ourselves and mm-hmm. not only that like we're still doing it today yeah. When we're like, oh, I don't know. I'm not sure. Like, even with this job, I'm like, I'm a little nervous, but I know that I could do it. I am yep. so capable. 
this is what my my talent and my gift is. This is my God-given yeah. talent. And this is what I've been working in this space for over Your 25 years. Yeah. That those journeys and those nuggets that I've learned along the way it is going to help me be able to do some wonderful things, but I'm not going to let insecurity and doubt get in the way of my success. So yeah. that's why you can't stay because you start to become too insecure and you know what happens when insecurity sets in. Right. And the biggest thing is you're going to do it your way. Yeah. You, you, you have the scope of work. That's the technical part. That's the job. Mm-hmm. But then you're going to add that tea sauce in there. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So then it's going to be like, well, let me just let her move on out the way and let her do her thing. And I think sometimes we think that, well, also people have micromanagers. So that's what you're also afraid of. That's it's like awful. having that's to live awful. else to living up to someone else's standard is very, very hard to do. Yeah. So if you are at a company that mm-hmm. lets you do you, a lot of great things are going to happen. But if you are being micromanaged, that is where the anxiety and the doubt starts to happen too, is when yeah. you have micromanagers. And don't let it, don't let it happen. Be yeah. Make sure that you believe in yourself, that you are constantly working on what's next. That doesn't mean that you're every day. That doesn't mean you're looking for a job every day. Right. That, just, you, that just means that you are preparing. You know, Shay loves to journal that you should be saying, okay, like yeah. this is what my targeted companies I want to work for. Here are the connections there. Like you need to be constantly working on what's next for you and not just waiting till you get fed up. I'm like, I want to leave. Like, no, you should, you should be constantly setting yourself up for success and not waiting until you get good and damn tired to, to want to do something about it. That is a great, great point T and having a, a plan for your career written down is how you start manifesting. And I actually had a conversation um, with a beautiful, talented young lady the other day, Bria Janelle. Shout out to Bria Janelle. Hey, Bria she, Janelle. She is the voice of, I call her Voice of Atlanta. Yeah. She, um, she's our in arena host and she does a bunch of stuff. Uh, she does the College Park Skyhawks here. Um, but she's at every like Jordan Band Classic. Like She's like at all these places. And um, Love it. She has a whole plan. She showed me. Because I'm like, oh, I know a lot of people. Like I can help connect you to certain things. Because like, I just think she's so good. Awesome. And like we talked about, like, I always got a, a you know, so, some clips in the chamber when it comes to people like great people. I vet them. I put them in that chamber. And when I meet other people, boom, I shoot it off and I connect. I'm like, let me connect the dots. So her, she's already doing so many amazing things. I was like, I looked at her. I was like, you need this, this, this and this. She was like, all right. <laughs> Since you suggested it, let's go. So in Love the process and, and the next day, mm-hmm. she sent me everything on See a that? PDF. She sent me the whole plan, all the things she wants to do basketball sports related but also non-endemic wow. makeup you know everything and she really had it thought I'm like you can help someone like that okay you can go to bat for someone like that I can't That's go to right. bat for people who are like oh I want you to help me but don't have any she had that and she made me also realize I gotta uh, revamp mine so I'm gonna actually do that hopefully uh, in a few weeks to finish that up but like that is how you manifest that is great yeah that it's is really it's amazing. And that's why you that's again, we talked about this before, too, but never underestimate the power of your network. We have some amazing people yeah. like Bria, like that's in our network that can really like in and Shay, like you're amazing to some other folks that you that you're that you're in, you know, their their networks. Yeah. And we can all help each other out 
But, you know, your network is such a powerful, um, I would say resource for you in terms of helping you get to where you need to be. Like we, we know a lot of us are amazing people. It's my leverage. And that's why I have to also teach people around me to put some respect on my name because. I'm sorry. Can you say, (laughs) you know, I love my boot talk dirty. Can you say that again? What they need to do? I have to teach the people around me to put some respect on my name. Damn right. Put that respect on that Shay. Okay. Right. Because people (laughs) will take that for granted. Yeah. And you know, and then it's one of those things. It's like in business, no, a connection costs. A connection costs. It costs dollars. Like people have whole companies, whole consulting companies to be connecting dots. Okay. And so for me. You get paid for connecting. You you get paid very nicely to be a dot, to be a connected dot person. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. And a lot of people (laughs) sometimes take my kindness for weakness until I'd be Mm. like, I, that was, that was great. The first connection, but now we need to talk business because at the end of the day, these are already vetted people. Yeah. We've already, we're, we're already deep in together. So anybody that I connect somebody with, it has to, they have to have the same drive, the same, you know, human connection, the same abilities to treat that person the way I treat them. Cause I'm not just connecting anybody. Right. And I think that's the beauty of trying to go outside your comfort zone, but also talk to people and continue to connect with people that are not like you and Mm. take, find things that are, that are in common. And like I said, I always got a loaded clip, meaning I always have people who are waiting to meet other amazing people. But I do that because I'm always going out of my comfort zone, meaning like, I don't know these people, but let me go see. Let me go say what's up. Let me go say hi. Believe in the power of networking. Yes. And that's the work. That's the business. Yeah. Right. That's 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 what I try to tell people. Yeah. Like you're standing in your lane and be like, oh, I don't want to ask. I don't do like then you're not going to grow. Or you talking to me about what I should be doing. Like, no, I don't need to be doing anything. Did you Mm. get connected to this, this, this and this person? Did that lead to $45,000, $100,000, a million dollars, 40,000, like whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Stop talking to me about other things that don't make sense. This is what I do well, people. And you're going to pay for that. <laughs> I don't know. I just want to do a mic drop. I'm ready to just drop. I already broke my microphone, but I just want to <laughs> drop it now and, and, and really break it. <laughs> like, like I'm over it, you know? Yes. Ooh. That's right. Appreciate a girl. Okay. Like I got to take a sip. Uh, I'm, I'm, you know I'm going to take a sip. <laughs> You got that limit? Look at us. We you so are cute. my you are my sister. I know. Literally, lemon water. Like, stop. Okay, let's go. Okay. <laughs> um. Oh. Okay. So yeah. Look, guys. Say. Sum all that up. <laughs> Don't ever stay in a situation where you're not appreciated and you're not valued. Yeah. You know, you don't need someone waving this magic wand to tell you when it's time. You know, within yourself. Your gut is a powerful tool. Use it. And when it's time to move on, do it. And as a reminder, continue to work on the next version of you. Shay talked about tapping into her network. She knows some amazing people that can help her. And she has helped some people as well. Tap into that network. But whatever you're doing, continue to push ahead and don't stay don't say um, stop at a red light. You know, you, you got to be on go mode and continuously working on the next version of you. Yes. Yeah. And write that shit down. <laughs> write that Manifest shit down. Manifest it right off the paper. Write it down. Write it down. Okay. Now, 
Before we go, we got to spend just a little bit, not a lot of time, because I think we can answer this pretty quickly. I think so too. Um, but Joseph wanted to know, like, okay, what do successful women look for? So let's start with you. Like, you're successful if they're, you know, look, I love my 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 younger brother. I always say Shay's my little sis, Nafis is my little brother. Like yeah. they're they're a power couple, a, a young power couple. When they get my age, I don't know where they're gonna be. <laughs> <laughs> but they are just they're awesome. And I, I love that I love their love. I love who they are and what they stand for. Um, but if there wasn't brother, like if, if we didn't have my little brother Nafis in the picture, you're very successful and you're young and successful. What what are you, what do you, what were you, what would you look for? What, what does, you know, you're successful. What you so tell I'll, I'll tell you what Nafis did and mm-hmm. what I didn't, well, like I said, in the past, and like I've said before, so mm-hmm. if you're a faithful listener, you already know the things I've been through, but um, yeah, the, I didn't really know mm. what I was looking for. I um, like that. Right. So that's just the yeah. honest answer. I didn't know. I love the authenticity <laughs> with you. I do. <laughs> But I started to learn what I didn't want. Ah, So that was something that really helped me identify Nafis because okay. he was all the things that were opposite that. So like mm. I didn't want an insecure man. I didn't want a guy who was flashy. I didn't want um, someone who needed to be in a club who mm. smoked, who I, all the things that I didn't want. Nafis was like the complete opposite. Doesn't smoke. Not flashy. <laughs> he literally travels like he'll, he's like a I buy it when you get there type of guy, um, you know, but he also is. Um, I think the, the thing for me and I don't even want to say a successful woman wants, but for thing for me is like he is very attentive and protective. Bingo. And the protection that I feel, I feel like he will never let anyone talk you, to me crazy. You feel safe. I feel at the end so of the, safe. At the end of the day, every woman needs to feel safe. Yes. In a relationship. Yes. And you feel safe. Yes. Yeah. I I mean, and I and I, I mean that from if he has to beat somebody up to you And that's know, not even his vibe. Like he's and that's a not real his vibe. chill, laid back, but don't don't mess with don't mess but with don't someone mess he with loves. Cause right? you know, uh, <laughs> hands might be having to be thrown. A exactly. Bit. <laughs> exactly. And I'm also one to de-escalate. So I'm not the type of woman that's gonna be like, can you yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I don't I don't I don't play in that and neither does he, which is nice. Yeah. Um, so I feel very safe and very protected. Yeah. And um, I just also like a man who he he well, for for me, this is what I know I, I need now. What I know I want is that he does not play about me when it comes to just like life in general. Like, do you need this? Do you need that? Like, he's just very attentive to me. Yeah. Um, and in turn, he's not afraid to ask me for the same. He's Love like, it. he's basically like, yo, babe, I need you to like, make sure you, you know, he'll tell me like, I need you to like, do this for me. I'm like, you need that? He's like, I actually do. So like, he's very communicative, but also very attentive. So I would say attentive, communicative mm-hmm. and um, protection. And he also is very, he's very detail oriented when it comes to his career. I can see the plan. Mm. Like he talks to me about the steps that it's going to take to get to where he needs to go. He does sometimes, um, he is secretive when it comes to certain things because he doesn't want to get me too excited. Yeah. But he has an overall high level plan of how he's going to achieve his goals and how they intertwine with mine. Love it. So for me, that that's what I need. And that's, yeah. that's what works for me. Well, I couldn't have said that <laughs> more beautifully myself. 
<laughs> um, a lot of those resonate with me, especially a level of attentiveness. Like it's important for me to be able to, to feel that. To, and, and I would say that's like a number one priority. Some other things too, in terms of what successful women are looking for, for me being a successful woman, I think this is what happened with um, the situation I'm in now is just meeting someone who is a really good communicator meeting someone who is just a natural born leader. And I'm a whole handful. I'm a lot like you, you, you it's, it's not easy, <laughs> but I, I need someone who can, who's not afraid to respectfully check me when necessary and to put me back on track. And right. that's what I love about my relationship is that, you know, brother Muhammad would be like, yo, short, nope. Cut, cut that out. And Not this going. is definitely the second or third time you said it on here. So we know that I'm always saying some, some shit out of pocket. He's like, uh, excuse me, lady, let's get, let's, let's put it all in and get like, it together. Who, who, who are you talking to? <laughs> oh, my bad. So I definitely need someone who's not, um, uh, afraid to check me. And I think another thing too, is just someone respectfully. I didn't I say want to add that. I, yeah. I said that in the beginning, but let me say it again. Yeah, let me say it again. You can't be like, yo. <laughs> okay. <laughs> respectfully. Um, and the other thing too is just having someone who is very supportive. Um, yeah. Oh, that's a good one too. Support is amazing. Ooh. And I could tell you that he is the most supportive person that I've ever had in my life, no matter what it is. He's always has amazing advice. He, you know, advice about everything too. I'm like, you're a jack of all trades, Shawty. Okay. That's so important though, support. Yes. Very, Not very, like his very. is more important than yours, but it's like, tell yes. me how it's going today. Yes. How can I, I love that. Yes. Like a very, he's super supportive. I love and that. I think the other thing too, is just someone who is the things that we talked about in relationships, someone who is authentic someone who's transparent, you know, for me, it's not about, because I get this ask all the time, Shay, you know, this like, oh, you know, people just assume because of the lifestyle that I have and because I do very well on my own, like, mm. you know, it's just make a couple of dollars, but it's okay. Yeah, <laughs> but just because I do well on my own and then because my son plays in the NBA, people just think that I'm looking to be like, oh, someone needs to make X amount of money. Like that's right. crazy. Like, right. Of course you want someone who can stand on their own two you feet. You just don't want to be supporting someone. Right. And neither do I. Right. That's not what we <laughs> so, want to do, no. but that's not something I'm looking for. Like, oh, I want to meet someone. You know, I think this is a, um, a misunderstanding that some people have about successful women that we're looking for someone to make X amount of dollars because that's just not true. At the end of the day, I was looking for someone who's just going to love me for me and see, see Tania for who she is. And that's exactly what he does. Yeah. And which is why things are going the way that they are today. I love it. I love <laughs> it. And, I, and I'll also add that now I can't speak for me. This is not me, but these are some of my friends. Like mm -hmm. some of my friends like for, you know, their significant others or whoever they're dating to be thoughtful in mm. their gift giving. That's true. right. Like one yeah. of my friends, she makes Make a lot of money too. Make a girl feel special. I mean, so she, what, what yeah. girl doesn't want to feel like they feel special? Yeah. She's like, to just buy me something is cool. But like when she gets thoughtful gifts, she like gets emotional. So like being thoughtful in that way. Right. So like treating this person like they mean the world, mm. you know, in times that they don't expect it. Not not waiting for, um, you know, holiday, American holidays um, to, you know do something or schedule something 
dating, consistent dating, going on dates, being thoughtful, planning. One thing I hate, mm. and me and Nafis haven't gotten here yet. Okay. But I don't always want to be the planner. Sometimes I want him to be like, Shay. Excuse me, Shay. I just got to plug in my laptop. Of course. Of course she forgets to plug in her laptop because she's just... <laughs> Please don't tease me. Please be nice. You're cracking me up. But yeah, so just like stuff like that, that's like, let's go on dates. Be thoughtful and gift giving. Like when you do that, it's it's just, and and don't ask for something that you're not going to give. Talk about that. You know what I'm saying? People need to hear that. Yeah, like. two minutes talking about that. So when you say. Yeah. You don't ask for something that you're not willing to give. Like don't expect things from me. Yeah. Ooh. Let's give an example of that because that's a that's that's a lot, but it happens all the time. So let's dig into that a little bit. I mean, I would even go as far as like, you want to know the details of what I'm doing, but you never get the details about what you're doing, mm. right? Like now, this is not my relationship, but I've had this in the past where I'm and like, and, or you, you know, want to know are, where I'm at every right time. Now. You want me to take pictures. You want me to send my location and everything. Ooh. But when I ask you, you don't want to do that. Yeah. Or, you know, even affection. You want me to show you how much I appreciate you and like be on you. But yeah, when I'm like, hey, like, where is that? Mm-hmm. You're like, I'm just, I just, I'm not used to that. I don't care what you're not used to. Then don't <laughs> expect it from me. Right? But then you're also get to a place where it's like, if we're expe- not expecting that from each other, then what are we doing? Yeah. Right? Like, I think it goes back to what we say all the time. And you've definitely heard this term many a times on Tipping the Scales, but don't be with an emotional vampire. That's for everyone. Like no matter who you, you know, if you're with someone that, that's an emotional vampire, that's someone who basically sucks you dry to need so much, but not willing to give you anything, mm-hmm. but they want, they take, they take, they take from you emotionally, then that's going to be a recipe for disaster because just like you are given a lot of love and support and energy especially energy that you're putting into that relationship. Right. If you're not, if that's not reciprocated, then that's an issue and that's going to become a problem and you're just going to be drained. So and the cut those one, emotional van capires right off. The number one thing actually, and I'm over here being prude, is like in the bedroom or in, a, in romantically, mm-hmm. don't ask me to do stuff that you're not willing to do. <laughs> so let's make sure that we're willing to all be participate. I just talked like about that. Yeah. yeah, like no, yeah. I'm, not, I'm not down for that. Yeah, like it should be a pleasure principle Ooh. in that be- in that bedroom, right? Between the two people who are mm-hmm. in there, right? Mm-hmm. So I won't get too crazy because you don't always have somebody's mama, but <laughs> we're we're grown ups and yeah. we talk and about this is being an adult podcast, okay? <laughs> and if you're a child, about- you shouldn't be on here. Thanks. <laughs> but more importantly, we talk about being transparent and authentic with our tippers and. Sex is an important part of a relationship for me. Correct. Um, and others. And there needs to be, pleasure is an amazing thing when you want to please someone else. Like it just mm-hmm. heightens the experience because if I'm pleasing, then I get satisfaction for being a pleaser. So it just works both ways. Like you have right. to be willing to have that pleasure principle in a bedroom. I am about to take that. <laughs> Into all of my life. I love it. <laughs> I love it. I'm taking that. I'm and, that's, in my pocket. and that's a little droplets. I'm going <laughs> to drop that little bit right there and close it out on that. I'm going to swirl that one. 
Okay. You know, I think that's the best way to just end today. Take that juice, oh, yeah. swirl it around. We're getting rid of the shit and we're getting rid of the doubt and we're drinking a little pleasure principle. Okay. I love it. <laughs> Listen, tippers, we love you. We appreciate you. Thank you for being on this journey with us. Like this is such an amazing opportunity for Shay and I. We love the work that we do. We love being behind the mic, even when, you know, I, I break minds, but that's okay. I'm a whole hot mess. But we love being connected with you. Yeah. And we respect you so much for continuing to listen to us. So please continue to follow Tipping the Scales wherever you get your podcasts and come back for more. We got lots of things and to we, drop into your water. Okay. We are experiencing a high volume of growth. So thank yes, you guys. Thank continue you. to share with people. Yes. Text them, send them things when they need pick-me-ups or maybe some of the topics hit close to home or maybe you were having a conversation mm -hmm. and you don't have a long time to spend on it. Just drop that little Tipping the Scales in there and they can listen to that passively. So we appreciate you. And our, we also see growth on our IG page. Thank Tipping you. the Scales podcast. So thank you. Continue to help us out and uh, share our content. Thank you. Peace out. Until next Peace. time, tippers. Love you. Bye.